The hour has come for a significant shift to come upon the world. For sure, we will not be emerging from this season the same way we entered it. We are indeed entering a whole new era that is going to call for strong, resilient and determined leaders to arise. We need to be ready to pioneer this new way forward. Thank you for joining me, Angelique Detoy, on today's podcast, The Dawning of a New Era. In times of crisis, there is always opportunity. Thousands of years ago, the prophet Isaiah was encouraging a nation that was also in crisis. He said this, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. We understand what it means to be in darkness, but when he talks about thick or dense darkness, it feels very much like what we're going through in the world right now, a pandemic of hopelessness, fear, panic, anxiety, and denseness. But I believe we're on the cusp of the era of our new dawn in 2020, particularly as we head towards Pentecost. In our contemporary translation of the Bible, uh, reading out of the Amplified, it's an invitation to arise from the depression and the prostration in which circumstances have kept you and to rise to a new life. And you know, I do know that this virus has created depression, has created people to panic and to lose their sense of stability and being established. But for certain, we need to make a decision that we are going to arise in this new era with joy, with hopeful lives. We're going to emerge from a global crisis which the enemy meant for our destruction and we are going to become the purveyors of hope. Hope has a powerful way of creating a future despite the reality of the present. This is why in the scripture, Romans 12 verse 2, it is so important for us to keep top of mind the scripture because leadership starts from within. Reading from the Voice Bible, it says this, Do not allow this world to mold you into its own image. Instead, be transformed from the inside out by renewing your mind. As a result, you will be able to discern what God wills and whatever God finds good, pleasing and complete. Renewing needs to start from within. Be mindful of this truth that what is top of mind is on the tip of your tongue. What is in your heart and mind, you will speak. Therefore, we need to be filled with wisdom, hope, encouragement, vision, passion, because as a leader, you cannot give what you do not have. You cannot impart 
what you are lacking within yourself. There is hope in all of this pandemic that we've been going through. I've said it before that fear and panic is more contagious than the virus itself. But the wonderful contrast is that just as fear and panic is contagious, so is calmness. How do we create the calmness? How do we get back to our place of peace? Well, we need to be careful of what we hear and what we see. Because when we take what we hear and what we see and we embrace it within our mental, our emotional and our physical realm, it finds a nesting place. And there is where it grows. And before long, we start to speak our fears, speak our worries, speak our panic. And remember this, leaders, your words create your world. You are setting the tone for your home. You are setting your tone for the workplace. You are setting the environment that you find yourself surrounded with by the words that you speak. Words are the conveyor of our thoughts and our hearts. That's why in Proverbs it says, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it, ultimately your mouth will speak all of the issues of your life. Leadership is about pioneering. It's about creating new pathways for others to follow. It's risking going out in front. But first and foremost, we need to be leading ourselves. We need to trust ourselves to speak right, to live right, to see right, to hear right. And that takes discipline. If we're going to be leading others into the dawning of this new era, we're going to have to examine our heart attitude. It takes courage and a lot of self-examination to lead others. And I'd like to just caution you about the three C's. Number one, criticism. Number two, condemning. And number three, complaining. Remember, those that are following you are watching you very closely. And more importantly, they're listening to what it is that you're saying. Many of you are leading people who are depending on you to give them direction, hope, Show them how to lean into the future with faith and build confidence in them. As chaotic and as uncontrollable as this current situation seems, I believe that this pause with a purpose has allowed humankind to stop, reflect, review, reframe, and mostly to restructure how we are going to enter the new era that is before us. I believe the world needed some time out. The world was indeed spinning out of control. We were rushing everywhere, going nowhere, polluting the atmosphere and usually doing ourselves more harm than good. As much as we wondered about the pace of technology, how thankful are we now that we can connect across the globe on platforms such as these? However connected we may be, however disconnected we may feel. The one thing I do know is the world is in desperate need of sound, godly, resolute and compromising leaders right now. You might not consider yourself a leader, but I know that the world needs you. 
those who can exert influence to keep the boat afloat while the storm is raging around us, those are the people that are going to be arising in the dawning of this new era. God, in all of his wisdom and his omnipotence, uses what is meant for our destruction to turn it around for our good. And I am pretty expectant that many powerful, wonderful, incredible leaders are going to arise for such a time as this. It will take someone with inner grit, resilience and leading from the front to speak the message that brings life and hope to others. Times of crisis take us through a time of process. Process, if it has its perfect work just like patience, produces a powerful result. You can't have change without challenge. Even the very word challenge has change in the middle of it. We need to face the reality. This shaking is going to continue for some time yet. But guess what? Pentecost is just a few days away. And God is going to intervene in a way that is going to leave the world in awe and wonder. I don't know about you, but I'm counting the sleeps and I am very excited. I follow a speaker from the US called Bill Yount uh, on his social media platforms and he made two wonderful statements this week. He said the enemy of the kingdom of God is declaring checkmate but the king has another move. He went on to say I always knew God had something up his sleeve. Now I see him rolling both sleeves up. I tend to agree with that. I personally believe we are entering an era that is going to leave the inhabitants of this world stunned and wide-eyed as God moves in the ways of his choosing across the earth. This COVID-19 is going to be ushered off the earth in 2020. I truly believe its days are numbered. It was just some time this week that fellow South African Kathleen De La Hunt sent this powerful word. It is titled, The Hour Has Come. She said, This morning as I woke up, I felt that the heavens had shifted. I looked at the time on my phone. It was 0808. New beginnings, I thought. As I prayed into this, I felt God say, can you hear the thunder of the hosts of angels that have been released? Then I saw them, hosts and hosts of angels being released. They were full of light and reflected gold. I felt God say the secret overwhelming darkness cannot stay in the fullness of light that has come. He went on to say the harvesting angels are in the fields laden with abundant supernatural gifts. Then he said, the promise has come. But this is not a revival in the meeting hall. 
but a great awakening in the meeting place. Do you remember the upper room that I spoke about in last week's podcast? Well, she says that revival that has been prophesied is here. The heavens have shifted and the time has come. It will manifest through my sons, not to the church, but as they step out in their authority, speaking and releasing my glory where they are, to whomever they meet, then the world will see heaven invading earth with love, joy, peace, the miraculous, healings, the dead raised, and everyone calling on the name of the Lord will be saved. God continued to say, I have been preparing my sons. I have drawn them to me. They have been with me in my secret place. They have allowed me to wash them and fill them with more of my love. They have not been shaken, but have run to me their rock, their strong tower, their secret place, and I have been preparing them. They are ready, and I am releasing them into the world. This is the final hour. This is the greatest hour of my glory being made known in all the world. This is not a revival of the meeting hall, but of the meeting places where people are. It is the final great awakening of my Father's love being poured out into a desperate world, wherever they are. It is here, it is here. It will manifest as my sons step out knowing they are sons of God. And of course, this applies to male and female. Don't wait for a touch or a shake. Walk in the authority you've been given as you've been hungering for more of me. Walk in my love. Walk in my boldness. Walk in my authority, releasing what you have received. Now is the hour. The angels have been released. The harvesters are in the field. My glory will be like a mighty flash flood pouring out onto the whosoever will walk in this new anointing. So don't be intimidated. Do not fear man. Do not be shaken. Do not be silenced by political spirits. And do not be restricted by religious spirits. Do not reason with your own understanding and do not touch my glory. Just go full of my love where I tell you to go. Say what I tell you to say. Do what I tell you to do and be who I have created you to be for such a time as this. I am with you. I have gone ahead of you and I am behind you. My angels have been released and commissioned to serve you. Now go, now go. This is my greatest hour and I am coming soon. You know, this so reminds me of the song, The Blessing by Carrie Job. And if you haven't listened to it, do yourself a favor and listen to it because she talks about how God is in front of us, behind us and surrounds us as we go about our father's business. This new era is inviting you to arise with new boldness, confidence and hope. Now is our time, people, and opportunity abounds and surrounds you at every moment. The only matter you need to consider 
is your choice. Are you willing to stand up and be counted and say, here I am, Lord, send me? I've taught for many years, and in fact, I built my Women Arise enterprise on the statement that we win or we lose by the way that we choose. You're going to have to ask yourself, why? Why do I want to do this? Why do I want to be who God created me to be? And we're going to have to get rid of our X factor. Not the reality program, but your excuses. Because the tipping point is here. We can either go one way or the other. But I know God is knocking on the door of your heart to say, come with me, follow me, stay close behind me in the dawning of this new era. And I want to close with this. One of the marks, in my humble opinion, of this new era, one of the marks of abundance, one of the marks of great harvest, and one of the marks of great success is going to be dependent on extravagant giving. We cannot be successful without it. What you sow is going to be what you reap. And there are people to the front, to the back, to the left and to the right of you who have need of what you have. And extravagant giving doesn't only have to be in giving your money. It can be in giving of yourself in whatever it is that you can share with another. Mark these words. Extravagant giving is going to be the trademark of this new era that we are going to be ushered into. So get to your upper room. Get into the secret place. Put time aside. Hear what the Lord is saying to you. Be expectant because the sound of the mighty rushing wind, the tongues of fire are going to be unleashed upon us. And I can hardly wait for the new era that is going to be ushered in by Pentecost, the Feast of Harvest. From me, Angelique de Toy, may God bless you and keep you. May God make his face shine upon you and give you his peace. And remember, hope will always light up your way.